Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Monday, June 10. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, we are going to pray for today. I was just thinking about what we're doing next. <laughs> I, was looking, yes. I was looking at the text thinking, am I supposed to read this? No. Uh, so no, I'm going to pray. That would be me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, it's early. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done, all that you call us to. Uh, thank you for today. Thank you for uh, all that we're going to be in interaction with other people. We ask for your blessing, for your wisdom in this. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Okay. New Living Translation today, the NLT, Amos 7 and 8. Subheading, A Vision of Locusts. The Sovereign Lord showed me a vision. I saw him preparing to send a vast swarm of locusts over the land. This was after the king's share had been harvested from the fields and as the main crop was coming up. In my vision, the locusts ate every green plant in sight. Then I said, O Sovereign Lord, please forgive us or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. So the Lord relented from this plan. I will not do it, he said. Subheading a vision of fire. Then the Sovereign Lord showed me another vision. I saw him preparing to punish his people with a great fire. The fire had burned up the depths of the sea and was devouring the entire land. Then I said, O Sovereign Lord, please stop or we will not survive, for Israel is so small. Then the Lord relented from this plan, too. I will not do that either, said the Sovereign Lord. Subheading, A Vision of a Plumb Line Then he showed me another vision. I saw the Lord standing beside a wall that had been built using a plumb line. He was using a plumb line to see if it was still straight. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? I answered, A plumb line. And the Lord replied, I will test my people with this plumb line. I will no longer ignore all their sins. The pagan shrines of your ancestors will be ruined and the temples of Israel will be destroyed. I will bring the dynasty of King Jeroboam to a sudden end. Subheading Amos and Amaziah. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos is hatching a plot against you right here on your very doorstep. What he is saying is intolerable. He's saying, Jeroboam will soon be killed and the people of Israel will be sent away into exile. Then Amaziah sent orders to Amos. Get out of here, you prophet. Go on back to the land of Judah and earn your living by prophesying there. Don't bother us with your prophecies here in Bethel. This is the king's sanctuary and the national place of worship. But Amos replied, I'm not a professional prophet and I was never trained to be one. I'm just a shepherd and I take care of sycamore fig trees. But the Lord called me away from my flock and told me, Go and prophesy to my people in Israel. Now then, listen to this message from the Lord. You say, Don't prophesy against Israel. Stop preaching against my people. But this is what the Lord says. Your wife will become a prostitute in this city, and your sons and daughters will be killed. Your land will be divided up, and you yourself will die in a foreign land. And the people of Israel will certainly become captives in exile, far from their homeland." <clears throat> subheading a vision of ripe fruit. Then Sovereign Lord showed me another vision. In it I saw a basket filled with ripe fruit. What do you see, Amos? he asked. I replied, a basket full of ripe fruit. Then the Lord said, like this fruit, Israel is ripe for punishment. 
I will not delay their punishment again. In that day, the singing in the temple will turn to wailing. Dead bodies will be scattered everywhere. They will be carried out of the city in silence. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken. Listen to this, you who rob the poor and trample down the needy. You can't wait for the Sabbath day to be over and the religious festivals to end so you can get back to cheating the helpless. You measure out grain with dishonest measures and cheat the buyer with dishonest scales. And you mix the grain you sell with chaff swept from the floor. Then you enslave poor people for one piece of silver or a pair of sandals. Now the Lord has has sworn this oath by his own name, the pride of Israel. I will never forget the wicked things you have done. The earth will tremble for your deeds and everyone will mourn. The ground will rise like the Nile River at flood time. It will heave up, then sink again. And that day, says the Sovereign Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the day while it is still day. I will turn your celebrations into times of mourning and your singing into weeping. You will wear funeral clothes and shave your heads to show your sorrow, as if your only son had died. How very bitter that day will be. The time is surely coming, says the Sovereign Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread or water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. People will stagger from sea to sea and wander from border to border, searching for the word of the Lord, but they will not find it. Beautiful girls and strong young men will grow faint in that day, thirsting for the Lord's word. And those who swear by the shameful idols of Samaria, who take oaths in the name of the God of Dan and make vows in the name of the God of Beersheba, they will all fall down, never to rise again. All right, all right. Here we go then. So here's the question for today. How would you explain to someone who has questions about faith that God judges and will judge fairly? Well, I don't know how I would explain that. Well, if they have questions about faith, I mean, obviously... You'd, well, their for questions me, wouldn't be about faith. They would be about judgment, right? Well, the, he says here, the question is, you know, if you have to explain to someone who has questions about faith. In other words, if they have questions, like, I presume what Nathan is implying here, they are questioning about God or their belief or belief about this. And then part of that question would be, you know, that they're questioning... Does God judge, and is He? And if He judges, does how does He judge fairly? I think it comes into the the bigger question of uh, of what are the narratives and stories of of God's justice uh, throughout the Bible that actually illustrate this. And I I look at when I look at the entire story of the of the Bible, I see God full of mercy and kindness. I see God full of constantly uh, bending over backwards, uh, trying to appeal to people, nudging them, encouraging them. And and so I, I look at God who understands things that we don't understand about what's going on inside there. And I also see so much pain and suffering as well as going on. And I want, I want this to come to an end where it doesn't continue in this way. And so I, I rely on God being the one who is the creator, the one who actually seeks goodness and wisdom for us and, and wants only the best thing for us to actually bring the right type of justice to us. So, yeah, I, I would actually, I would explain to people, depending on where they were, uh, why they would actually question justice. That's a good answer. Yeah, and then, okay. I, and then I would look for that. I have nothing to add to that. I think you should read the question again. I should read the question again. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's fair enough. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, we'll end a little bit early today. Then and we'll uh, we'll stop off there. So, how would you explain to someone who has questions about faith that God judges and will judge fairly? Think about that. Look after each other. Live love. We will connect tomorrow. 
Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.